0: Hi, welcome to Motherhood Mental Health for Me. I'm your host, Jeanette Binion. Firstly, I want to say, if you're enjoying this content, then please do follow me um, wherever you listen to podcasts. And today, really talking about the nightmare that is the fourth trimester. So this might sound a bit provocative, but I've I've, I've, I've recently had a baby. I mean, it was about a year ago. And I'm reflecting on the impact of the fourth trimester on me and wanted to maybe give some support, so a survival guide on how to get through it. But, you know, and I, I want to talk about this because I don't feel that in, I've had enough support um, when I was pregnant, or I don't feel like I was prepared for the first few months after giving birth either of my children. Specifically today I want to talk about breastfeeding. So my breastfeeding journey was um, horrendous. My first child, um, they said that she had a tongue tie um, because she wasn't latching properly and so I was bleeding and blistering and it was terrible. I bought this hospital grade pump. No, I I bought a normal pump like a medulla pump. And I started pumping prematurely. So when then my milk came through, my breasts were like, rock, like stones. And they were so sore and so full. And it was a mess. Um, I didn't quite get it right in terms of um, when to pump and, and, and being up at night trying to express... In the night, you anyway, it was really bad. I tried the nipple creams and the nipple shields, and we, then we went in to take the baby to get tongue her tongue tied sorted out. But they said they didn't have a tongue tie, and anyway, it was so awful. when anyway, put her on formula, um, and then continued on the journey, both trying while I was healing. It was only when I saw a lactation consultant that who has patiently helped me showed me how to breastfeed, that my life started to become easier. And I was able to heal because we put the baby on formula whilst I learned how to do this. It's a skill that one has to learn in, in under the most stressful, stressful conditions, as in no sleep, stress, bleeding, healing. Um, so I found that quite difficult. And then with my second child... Um, Previously, I had had a nipple infection. So I had had this pent-up trauma from the pain of my nipple infection. So then I was really scared to breastfeed because I didn't know how it was going to impact the whole breastfeeding experience. And I just remember it's just so awful. The, the long, lonely nights, the full, uncomfortable breasts, the pain of the breastfeeding. I didn't know how to hold the baby every time she... I'd be yelping every time the baby latched on, and I wasn't latching on correctly. But then again, I went to a lactation consultant, and she was just so kind and so patient. And she helped me through it and gave me videos to watch. And I remember I used to make my husband sit up with me to watch these videos At the time, like I needed him to hold my hand while I tried to figure out how to do this. But I I know how important it is to have a caring, sensitive, non-judgmental healthcare provision or somebody that can that guided me or can guide you through breastfeeding journey. But it is imperative. It's imperative. So even before I had my second child, I went to look for first lady that helped me and I couldn't find her I couldn't have I get access to her so I had a mini mini meltdown but I guess for me the takeaway and is that if if you're pregnant and you it's I think it's if you can get the support beforehand like line up lactation consultant and these services that you can access or people depending on where you're from to get the support that helps because it is pretty, it's, it's crisis mode. Dealing with the pain of the latch and the bleeding. And, and you're also trying to heal at the same time. And also, um, I found this website, La Leche, um, quite good in terms of information that they had out. Um, but I tell you, it, it, it was such a nightmare. It's such a nightmare. But bizarrely, You know, and for me, two things also is that I had a friend who breastfed all of her children. And so that was the only thing that kept me going. So I know that there will be a point where I'm going to break through this pain and misery and get to a place where I'll be able to, you know, breastfeed lying down, breastfeed on the side, breastfeed upside down, just fling out my breath, not even have to think about it the way I'm having to really think about it. And... That kept me going, knowing that. And then I, I did get to the stage with my second child where I enjoyed breastfeeding. I never thought it could happen. I never thought that could happen because it's a crazy. The thing is a crazy, 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 crazy experience. But it was. It was lovely, and I breastfed her twelve months. Actually, like eleven months. Um, it was time for me to stop because she was now not eating. Um, and so we needed her to start eating a little bit more solid and so we had to separate ourselves from one another which was which was painful and quite difficult for me um, but it was an adjustment that needed to happen but it it is it does become a very lovely experience, I can't believe I'm saying this <laughs> oh, it is lovely but it is brutal in the beginning so if you are breastfeeding or you're starting out this journey, it does get better. I don't know how your nipples, that seem so stiff in the beginning, become so elastic and soft and supple and like robust. Um, how that happens, but it really does. And there is, you know, an end to it all. So that's what I wanted to leave you with in this episode.